Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Welcome back, everyone, to the Level Up Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brendan Payne. And today I wanted to cover a topic that comes up a lot. I'm very fortunate within our companies to be able to coach a lot of newer agents or new licensees. And they're usually the ones that come in with a lot of energy. They're excited about what they're, you know, they're about to get into. And they're really kind of free to think about what they, you know, what they want, what they're willing to do, what they want to accomplish. And one of the questions that always comes up that they ask is, you know, looking back, they asked me, looking back on your career, what do you think are some of the things that you did? Like what ended up being really right about what you did? And so when we start talking about those, it usually comes back to, it's always interesting. It comes back to a few things that now I've labeled, they were just, they were things that in my business became non-negotiable. They were the non-negotiable parts of my business. And before I go into them, I want to let you know, like up front, these were not things that right off the bat, I said, these are not negotiable. I'm always going to do these. These were these were items that evolved over a period of time. And while I think I was pretty coachable when I started in the business, the reality is the reason that I was able to establish these is because of what happened early on. and. Once that I saw some of the results that came from these, then I was hooked. I was not the person that came in and said, okay, you know what? I believe in this wholeheartedly because you're going to notice a few of these are they're difficult to do. They're a long, they're a career long process. They're not a decision that you come in and just say, you know what? I did it. And now it's done. And it was just super easy. They're tiresome. It takes grit. It takes determination. You've got to be very, very committed to making these non-negotiable. So in order to make that a little bit easier, there were some things in the beginning that I was exposed to that said, you know what? These people have put in similar practices in their business. They've gotten these results that you say that you want. So that proved a little something to me. I still had to go on and demonstrate that I was willing to do it, but I saw something in the beginning that helped me connect the dots between the things that I did, the people that were doing them before me and the results that they got. And then if I was willing to do that, then it was on my shoulders. I had to take responsibility. So let's talk about these non-negotiables. And these are mine. And you may end up adopting these. You might already have a couple of these in place. Or you may right now think as you look and examine your business that you don't have anything, that everything is negotiable. If you don't have anything right now that you take a stand for in your business that is just absolutely non-negotiable, consider these three because they've served me very well. And a lot of people that have coached me have had similar non-negotiable items in their business. And I continue to pass that down to the agents that I coach. So let's talk about number one. First non-negotiable in my business is that every single day, no matter what happens, if I call that a work day. I'm on vacation, it's a little bit different, but if I'm calling that a work day, I have got to get up and I have to talk to people every single day about real estate, okay? I have to talk to people about real estate because those are the people that hire me. It's never going to change. 
It doesn't matter how long I do this business. If I am going to be in the business of real estate sales at some level, then I have to talk to people about real estate sales, put myself in a position to get hired by someone. Okay. Your entire career, every deal that you get, no matter what lead source it comes from, no matter how quickly they transact or how long they've been in your database, every single transaction that you ever deal or that you ever do is going to have an initial conversation. So it makes you wonder, like, why do we resist going out and having new conversations every single day? Because we think of we've got this whole pipeline of our business. It's got to be filled up and it's got to be filled up consistently so that at the end, the deals, the part that the deals come out of, that's consistent. Well, we know every single deal starts with a conversation. So why are we unwilling some days to not go have conversations? Okay. That's one of, that's the key component to actually beginning to get a deal. The second part of understanding that I've got to talk to people is, my success in any type of sales business is always going to start at the top of the funnel. So, of course, you can come across somebody that calls you today and says, you were referred to me. I'm ready to list and sell my home. And you go over and you meet with them and you list and you put the property under contract. And the size of the funnel is that big. It started here, and then all of a sudden, there's nothing you nothing to do. You just had to go get introduced to them, list the property, and then you have a transaction. But most transactions start somewhere a little bit higher in the funnel. And every deal has got that top of funnel. And so we have to focus there. Because if we can have a bunch of stuff up top, then eventually what comes down through the bottom is going to be bigger than what we had when we didn't have anything at the top of the funnel. So the goal is we know that in sales that most of the, the your production is going to be directly related to the top of the funnel. And then, of course, your systems and your follow-up and your skills tell us how much you convert, but you got to start with a good top of funnel. The last point within you know knowing that we've got to, to be able to talk with everybody, uh, people every day, is that this business, if you haven't already realized, the real estate industry has got built-in distractions all around us. So if you wake up in the morning and you know that I've got to go and I've got to talk to people every single day, you've got an agenda. Even if it's for a portion of the day, you've heard Greg and I talk enough through the years that you know two to three hours a day generating time that's a really, really strong day work in the life of, a, of an active real estate agent. What happens after that? You know what? You're going to have different things going on. Hopefully, got some appointments and stuff like that. But the meat of the day is going and actually having conversations, talking with people, filling the top of the funnel. If you don't wake up with that on your agenda, that's on your to-do list, that's one of your non-negotiables, how many things happen in this business on a daily basis that will pull your attention away? How many things do you start doing and then something else comes up and it's like, well, if I really didn't want to do what I was doing right now, hang out a while and it's going to change. And then I've got an opportunity to go do something else. The challenge is, is that most of the distractions in our business don't bring us any closer to getting paid. They don't bring us any closer to someone hiring us or doing a deal. But what does? Getting up every single day and knowing that you have to talk with somebody today that put them in a position to hire you.
Okay. So the second point, the second non-negotiable that I've got here is I've got to continue to work on my skills every single day. I'm fortunate, again, because of the agents that we coach, not only in our own, own offices, but in, in other offices in other parts of the country, I'm constantly refining my skills through the conversations that I have with our agents, talking with them, role-playing with them, coming up with new ways to handle old objections and old smoke screens and things like that. So I'd be willing to bet after 18 years in the business, I'm probably practicing as much or more as I did when I didn't know anything. And that's what keeps the skills sharp. So if you think about why is it so important after you've done a bunch of business, you've been in the business for years, why do you still need to continue to work on your skills every single day? There's a few reasons. Number one is markets change. So if you are an expert in the market from April of 2020, through April of 2022, then you realize that you were operating within a market that by the time the summer of 2022 came around, you were um, you really had some you had some adjustments to make. It was not the same market anymore. Markets change, which means our conversations have to change. Our conversations have to change because the consumers change within those markets. They're thinking different things. Our mindset's changing. Okay, so we understand that markets change, so we have to continue to work on our skills because what we said before, what we, how we commuted things, communicated things to the consumer um, that may have been effective in the previous market is not as effective going forward into new markets. The second part is you have to realize that all people are different. Like you can have, you could have an objection, you could have a smokescreen, you could have an offer to present, and you can have the same terms of an offer and present it to two people within the same family. And look how much different they react. Every single person out there is different. I have never met two people that are exactly the same. And the ones that are as close as you think in a different situation, like a real estate transaction, they probably behave different even though the scenario that you know them in, they might be very, very similar. So because everybody's different, you have to continue to refine your skills on how do you present the same situation to an unlimited amount of personalities, an unlimited amount of situations where that, you know, that scenario can come up. There's so many different variables within human communication that you have to be prepared. And that means you can never stop learning how to communicate with the different types of people that you're going to run into in this business. And the third one under skills is someone else. When I wake up every morning, if I choose not to work on talking with people and my skills, do you know that every single day there's a new agent coming in the market? A lot of your markets probably have 200 coming in a day, some of them more than that, some of them less. But every single day that you wake up and you haven't adopted the non-negotiable of talking with people every day and working on your skills, somebody else is coming in behind you and they're starting that and they don't even know it. Somebody told them, you got to talk to a bunch of people in this business because you got to get your skills up. And the more people you talk to, the quicker you're going to learn your skills. And the quicker you learn your skills, the more you're going to be able to communicate effectively. And then that's going to allow you to convert more deals. And then they're going to do it for a period of time. 
they're going to see some success and they're going to get addicted to it. They're going to be so excited because they're actually making a big jump from something they weren't even sure they'd be able to do. Now they're doing big business. Those agents are coming into your market every single day. So if for nothing else, I wake up and go, you know what? There's a lot of people and I've seen them come in with a lot less experience and all of a sudden they're doing a ton of business. So you have to continue to work on your own skills and of course, put yourself in a position to get hired. The third non-negotiable on my list is I alone own my mindset every single day. I alone own my mindset every single day. That is the only option. It's not up to anyone else what's going on in your head. You're responsible for it. The tough part about that is you're responsible for it. The great part about it is you're responsible for it. Okay. So it's not an easy task, but you alone are going to be responsible for the mindset that you bring into the into your office and your business every single day. Consider the amount of negative feedback that you get while you're actually doing your job the way that you should. Okay. And just, just think about you're doing the job the way that you should. You get up every day and you make a lot of contacts. Okay. What happens when you make a lot of contacts in this business? Talk to a lot of your leads that you're paying for that somebody's providing for you in the company. You make outbound prospecting calls. You make follow-up calls. That's your job. What happens? You get told no the majority of the time. Now, the initial connotation to that is that, you know what, that's a negative experience. You know, I asked somebody if they were willing to do business with me or if they wanted to do business. And not only did they tell me no, they hung up on me and told me no. And they cursed me out on the next one. That perception is that that's a negative experience and I get it, but think of how many of those things happen when we're doing our job. Like our job is set up for that. If you went in and work in an hourly job in a retail store, imagine, um, and those can be pretty negative environments, but imagine if 90% of the conversations that you had on a daily basis were like that. You know, that's a tough position to be in. And you probably would be called into the manager's office and they'd be saying, you know, what are you doing? Why is everybody all these complaints about you? And you're, you know, you're telling me how bad the customers are and all this stuff. You'd be like, there's a problem here. Well, there's no problem in sales, in real estate sales that 90% of the people are telling you, no, that's kind of how the business goes. That's how it operates. So we're automatically set up that the amount of negative feedback that we get, we've got to do something counteract that, okay? We've got to be in charge of our own mindset. The second item under mindset that you have to keep in mind is think about the guilt that sets in when you don't do your job. So we go in and do our job and we've got all this negative activity flowing to us or what we perceive sometimes as negative if, we do, if we're not in control of it. We've got people telling us no and all that stuff. Well, let's just consider that, you know, Oh, it's been a rough couple of days. You know, today I'm just going to go in and I'm going to go and just follow up with a couple of people that I know are going to be nice and, you know, talk to a couple of past clients and stuff like that. Like, I want to stay away from those. So we don't go in. We don't do the things that we need to do. We don't make our follow calls to everybody. We don't make our outbound calls to our new leads. What happens then? At that point, look at the guilt that sets in. And now you've got this, this angst. Uh, I was supposed to do this and I didn't. So 
we do what we're supposed to do, we get a bunch of negative feedback. We don't do what we're supposed to be doing, and we have a bunch of guilt. How do you win? All this stuff goes on and makes us be clear that we've got to own that mindset because we've got so many things pushing against us. The last one is, who is helping you counter all of this stuff that's going on in your head? Like, who's helping you with this? It's not us in our mind. We're, we're, you know, we're just trying to get along and do the best that we can. Family and friends, things like that. What do they help us with? They usually say like, you know what? Take a break. Don't do that. Why do you, why do you make all those calls and, you know, somebody's yelling at you? Just, it's not worth all that. They're trying to help us, trying to make us not feel bad anymore. But then we stop doing it and now we feel guilty. So we have to own our mindset. Otherwise, everything seems to be working against us. And when everything's working against us, then we fall back into, you know what, let's just forget these non-negotiable items and let me just kind of see what happens. And this business is one where every once in a while we get thrown that bone and something good happens. We're like, you know what, maybe I don't have to have non-negotiable items in my life. Maybe I don't have to have those rules of like, this is what I've got to do every single day and stuff will just flow to me. But the reality is that lasts for a little bit of time and all of a sudden we're back to that empty pipeline. So I want to ask you, after you've listened through this a couple of times, sit down with a piece of paper and determine what are your non-negotiables within your business? Because if you don't have them right now, then there's a chance that there's time going by and you're establishing non-negotiables, but the non-negotiables that you're establishing are not helping your business. Okay. Failing to create a non-negotiable part of your business means that you're willing to create negotiation room for what you actually deserve in terms of your income and your production, your business. Please let us know if there's any topics that you'd like us to cover. We love getting feedback on these. Please subscribe wherever you're watching this. If it's the uh, on the YouTube channel or on a podcast, subscribe, give us feedback. We love hearing from you. And on behalf of Greg and I, thanks so much for listening to this and we will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.